0: This is Affliction, Affliction Fiction, Fiction, a podcast regarding writers and artists who quite literally make their characters sick. I'm James Ewer.
1: And I'm Jennifer Horlick. On this show, we analyze illnesses that exist in fictional works, such as TV, books, and film, and how they relate to the real world.
0: And this week, wh- Jennifer, what are we covering this week?
1: Uh, I thought, wait, wait, did you did you not prepare anything? No, I didn't. I didn't either.
0: Oh, then what are we supposed to talk about?
1: The phone is ringing?
0: That's weird. I didn't know that we could have live callers on a pre-recorded podcast.
1: I didn't know we had a phone. All
0: right, well, I guess we got to pick it up.
2: Hello? Hello? James? Is it you? Jennifer, are you there?
0: (gasps) Well, I'll be. Is this the voice of Dan Curzenape, NYU Tisch student at the Meisner Studio of Acting, class of 2021? That's me. Oh goodness gracious. Wow. This is some great news. Um Dan, how did you get this number and why are you calling us?
2: Well, I uh I I had uh an instinct. My my uh my ghost sense was actually tingling. Your ghost sense. My ghost sense and I believe you guys are in need of some content for today's show. Oh my god. He's not wrong.
1: He's not. Dan,
0: did you have something in mind?
2: Oh boy, do I. Have either of you happened to see the the episode of Danny Phantom from season two, the second episode of that season, air date July 15th, 2005, three days after my sixth birthday? Ooh, what, wow. a, what a gift. Was it? I, I believe I it think,
0: was called Doctor's Disorders, that
2: episode? Doc, That's right. That's, okay. that's exactly right, James. Doctor's Disorders. I, I
0: believe I might have seen it many moons ago. Would you... Maybe you could give us a rundown of what exactly happens and why it would be relevant to our podcast.
2: Oh, sure. <laughs> well, in Doctors' Disorders, Danny, the title character, uh, he he has a battle with a swarm of ghostly parasites which have the incredible name, Ghostbugs. Wow. Ghostbugs will phase into uh, the skin of any high schooler <laughs> At Danny's High School.
0: You said high schoolers at Danny's High School only?
2: Oh, that's the only place. Okay. (laughs) And they give ghost-like symptoms to whoever they possess. Mm. Uh,
0: is Paulina glowing? Uh, I know she's supposed to have flawless skin, but this is ridiculous.
1: I feel terrible and disfigured, stupid bug bite. Bug bite?
0: You say ghost-like symptoms.
2: Ghost-like symptoms. For instance, they shoot plasma from their eyes. They can turn invisible. They face through walls, you know, flying.
0: Well, that does sound like <laughs> quite the disease. Ghost bugs. Did you have any maybe specific questions regarding this supposed ghost bugs illness from Danny Phantom?
2: Well, I guess I'm, I'm just wondering. Is... Uh, I don't know. Are there any diseases in real life that could give me uh, ghost-like powers, such as phasing through walls or flying? Anything that can turn you into a ghost, really?
0: I mean, there are lots of diseases that can turn you into ghosts. They're all the ones that kill you.
2: Yikes. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. But are there any that make you, like, float or, or emit radiation or shoot plasma? plasm? From your eyes or other orifices
1: I'm gonna go with no
2: uh, well
0: and that's all we have to say for now but what do you think do you have wait, wait wait wait
2: wait 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 I know I know I know I have an idea I have an idea okay are there any diseases that like relate to ghosts like even in the vaguest possible way Any diseases that have anything to do with ghosts at all?
0: Well, that's different. Yes, we can tell you about those.
1: I'd say that that's our specialty. Yeah. According to Dr. Marilyn A. Mendoza, writing for Psychology Today, there are some cultures that have proposed the existence of something called ghost sickness. The supposed existence of ghost sickness stems from ancient societies in places like China, India, Greece, Rome, Egypt, and Mesopotamia, where it was near universally believed that the soul survived death and went to the afterlife.
0: Hey, Dan, just curious, does your cellular plan, like, limit the number of minutes you have per month? or? Do oh, you need to no, get off I'm line?
2: unlimited, baby. All right. <laughs> unlimited. Yes. Excellent.
0: I hope. <laughs> In these cultures, most human medical conditions were believed to be caused by ghosts, Simply put, it was believed that if people on Earth failed to keep their dead content and at peace through things like proper burial and ritual practices, the spirit of the dead could reappear on Earth in the form of some kind of illness.
2: Did you say reappear? More like reaper. Ooh, that
0: was a death pun.
1: Ooh, yeah. that was like some James content right there. Yeah, if you make <laughs>
0: puns, you're very much welcome on this show. <laughs>
1: There aren't many cultures that still believe in ghost sickness today, but it is still a concern among many Native American groups. It's most commonly associated with the Navajo, who believe that ghost sickness occurs when the spirit of a dead person attaches to a living relative who has excessively been mourning them or trying to reach them again. This attachment drains the living person's energy, resulting in symptoms like dizziness, nausea, fainting, depression, anxiety, recurrent nightmares, and a loss of appetite.
2: That sounds like the symptoms of college too.
1: <laughs> I was thinking that as I was reading it. Not gonna lie.
0: <laughs> Recurrent nightmares. Did you mean cultures and contexts? <laughs> <laughs> so to answer your question Dan, although ghost sickness wouldn't be considered an illness that turns you into a ghost, it's still a bit similar to ghost bugs in the sense that a ghostly spirit is essentially seen as inhabiting a person, although not to the point of like possession or anything like that.
2: But hey, possession isn't so bad you know especially if it's the sarah mclaughlin kind released as the first single off of her 1993 album *Bumbling towards ecstasy and then later recorded live and nominated for the best female rock vocal performance in 2000 lost out to cheryl crow's cover of sweet child of mine <laughs> back to category that year
1: all right moving on moving on
0: now that's enough talk about the ghosts half of ghost bugs but what about the bugs half of ghost bugs <laughs> Look, segues are hard. Anyway.
1: Segues are weird.
0: Since the ghosts in this Danny Phantom episode are transmitted by ghost bugs, then we can also discuss diseases that are transmitted in real life by flying bugs. According to Penn State College of Agricultural Sciences Department of Entomology, houseflies are suspected of carrying and transmitting up to 65 diseases, including typhoid fever, dysentery, cholera, salmonellosis, gastroenteritis, anthrax, conjunctivitis, leprosy, and tuberculosis. And because they regurgitate and excrete whenever they come to rest, which, fun fact, Jennifer thought was a myth that someone made up and just told her in middle school, houseflies transmit (laughs) disease organisms basically everywhere.
1: Yeah, I thought that someone just, like, told me that just to, like, scare me or something. They are like, oh, Yeah. yeah, that fly's pooping while it's, like, sitting there. And I was like, you're lying.
2: Did you say regurgitate and excrete whenever they come to rest? That sounds a lot like my great-aunt Ethel. (laughs)
1: Yikes. (laughs) Houseflies initially accumulate pathogens when they eat an item infected with bacteria, so they start carrying the bacterial pathogen within their esophagus or digestive system, which is then regurgitated or excreted the next time they land on a surface. These pathogens can then accumulate on the hairs of the housefly's bodies and legs, leading to even easier transmission to humans. According to Rento Kill Pest Control's website, humans can catch housefly-transmitted diseases by using contaminated cooking cutlery and utensils, direct contact with eyes, sores, and scratches, and consuming infected food and drink. Essentially, if you put anything in your mouth or eyes that a housefly has touched, you could contract a disease that they're carrying
2: are you telling me that i should stop eating flies
1: i'd, I'd say so
2: i'm um, you've never eaten flies
1: can't say that i have
2: oh
0: another flying bug that often transmits diseases to humans is the mosquito according to the cdc mosquitoes can spread diseases such as the zika virus west nile virus chikungunya virus dengue and malaria to humans Mosquitoes also carry diseases that can harm dogs and horses, or as Jennifer wrote into our script, our good old doggos and horsos, colon, opening parenthesis.
1: Why didn't you want to read it?
0: I did not want to read that.
1: I think I probably would have read it if this was my bullet point, but but alas. It ain't.
2: <laughs> I would have read it if it were my bullet point. Thank you don't you. get bullet points,
0: Dan. <laughs> Unlike house flies that indirectly transmit diseases to humans, mosquitoes directly transmit diseases through biting their victims. Even when mosquito bites don't cause life-threatening diseases, they're still very annoying.
2: You know what I find annoying? You know when you're, like, trying to zip up a jacket, but somehow, like, the zipper comes apart, and it doesn't actually zip up the two sides together the right way? So you have to figure out how to get the two sides apart, but... Like, it's really difficult without ruining the entire zipper, and sometimes you just have to, like, dispose of that article of clothing. You know what I mean?
1: I feel that. Another type of fly that transmits diseases is the tsetse fly. According to Encyclopedia Britannica, this species of fly resides only in Africa and transmits sleeping sickness to humans and a similar disease called nagana to domestic animals. Like mosquitoes, tsetse flies transmit diseases via bites as they feed on the blood of humans, domestic animals, and wild game.
0: The disease carried by tsetse flies, sleeping sickness, is medically known as African trypanosomiasis. According to the CDC, its symptoms include fatigue, high fever, headaches, muscle aches, and when it's left untreated, it leads to death.
2: When left untreated, it leads to death? Isn't that just life?
1: How insightful.
0: My whole life has been untreated.
1: <laughs> are you saying you haven't ever been to a doctor?
0: Doctors <laughs> are scary. You know, Tucker, in the episode of the show, he's very afraid of the doctor.
1: Oh. Is that the guy with he the is. glasses? Yes. Let's
2: talk about that.
0: <laughs> All right. Do you want to lead us into some character development regarding the character <laughs> of Tucker?
2: Yes. Uh, Tucker is a very interesting case in, in this episode. Um, we learn as Tucker uh, approaches the nurse's office at the high school, that he has an irrational fear of doctors' offices, mm-hmm. nurses, any anything uh, relating to uh, a health practitioner.
0: Let me ask you, Dan, that irrational yep. fear of hospitals and doctors and anything related to health practitioners, is that a real-life disease with a technical medical name?
2: Yes, James. Actually, it's called itrophobia, which is sort of a paradoxical phobia, because the only way to be treated for it is to face your fear. Mm. Wow. Let's take a minute to talk about Butch Hartman. I think Danny Phantom might be the least appreciated Butch Hartman show.
1: Mm. Not going to lie, it. I can't remember the theme song off the top of my head. Well,
2: I, I know it. Dan, would you, would you care to give a rendition? <laughs> Young Danny Fenton, he was just 14 when his parents built a very strange machine. It was designed to view a world unseen. He's going to catch them all cause he Yes, I remember when it now. <laughs> when it didn't quite work, his post, they just quit. But then Danny took a look inside of it. There was a great big flash and everything just changed. His molecules got all rearranged. <laughs> Fenton, Fenton, Fenton.
0: Well, Dan Curzonabe of the NYU Tisch Meisner class of 2021, I hope we've adequately answered your query about ghost bugs with all this information that we improvised off the top of our heads not knowing (laughs) what you were going to ask us.
2: I, I really appreciate all of your help in my ghost bug research. That's all we
0: have to say for now. But what do you think?
1: Do you have a question or contribution to today's discussion?
0: Do you know of a fictional illness that you'd like us to talk about?
1: Do you have personal experience with a condition similar to a fictional one which you'd like to discuss?
0: If so, please do not surprise call us in the studio. Instead, you can send us an email at afflictionfiction at WNYU.org. For now, I'm James Ewer.
1: And I'm Jennifer Horlick.
2: And I'm Dan. Jenny
1: Vandum.
2: Thanks for listening, and get well soon. Danny Phantom Season 2, Episode 2, Doctor's Disorders, was written by Sib Ventris and his Property of Viacom. Lover's Carving by Bibio was written by Stephen Wilkinson and his property of Warp Records. Possession was written by Sarah McLaughlin and his property of Network Records.